Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In five, four, three, two, one. It's time for The Rundown with Rob Sanders. Well... We're waiting. Welcome into the rundown. It is the Wednesday edition here on Fox Sports Radio 1400 around the world on the iHeartRadio app. I'm Rob Sanders, your host. Thank you for joining me this afternoon, as always. Appreciate it. You're always welcome to join in on the phones at 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. If you want to join us on the rundown this afternoon here on Fox Sports Radio 1400, thanks for uh, checking us out. We appreciate the folks that uh, give us calls throughout the week. And folks who follow me on Twitter, I'm at Rob Soundsgood. Last night was interesting with the college football playoff. We had folks that were that were uh, upset about Clemson being in the not in the top four. I can see that. It was I was kind of shocked by it myself, but not so much. You know what I mean? It was sort of a you kind of thought this might be coming. I'll tell you what, we already got calls lining up. I guess people are upset. We'll see. 803-978-1832. Good afternoon. Welcome into the rundown. Hey, how you doing? What's up, buddy? Hey, I just uh, calling to see what you think about our Lakers start. What's what that? A, what a start this Lakers. The Lakers, the start they're having to the season. Yeah, with the Lakers, I, I um, yeah, the, the Lakers are playing pretty good. I like the combination of LeBron James and uh, Dwight Howard. I know that uh, they got Anthony Davis there, but Dwight Howard's playing pretty good. If he got, if he can average a double-double off the bench, the Lakers are going to be all right. This team with Avery Bradley's a big addition, too. If you remember, he played with Rondo years ago. He uh, played with Patrick Beverly recently. He's a pest as a point guard defender. Um, he really gets into people. I just think this, this whole team is a lot more defensive-minded than anybody gave it credit at the very beginning or, you know, when this team was gathered at first. Uh, they looked at it as a bunch of veterans, but if you look closer, they're all good defenders. Howard, I would, in his day, was one of the best defenders of the rim in the, in the game. Danny Green is a very good defender. Kadavius Pope is a very good defender. Um, I think the weaklings right now are the Troy Daniels and the Quinn Cooks of the team. Um, I, I want to see more out of them. Uh, but the way this defense is playing, it is set up for, for um, playoff basketball. We don't have to change our game when the playoffs come. We're already going to be a grind out. Uh, we're the number one defense in the league right now, and I think it'll stay that way most of the year. Actually making free throws in comparison to the, all those young guys we had that couldn't shoot free throws. Uh, I just like this team a lot, as you can tell. But it's mostly because I think defensively these guys know how to play. 
Well, hey, man, I appreciate you calling, man, the Lakers. It's still early in the NBA season. It's, um, yeah, I mean, I'm a guy that loves the NBA. I appreciate the NBA. I'm a Phoenix Suns fan, though. I think I put that out there. But, you know, there you go. A little NBA talk, we don't have a problem with that. We welcome, uh, we welcome the folks that call in at 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832. Justin chiming in online. Talking about the college football playoff, he says it's very simple. Clemson just has to win out. If they do, they're in. Could possibly be number three by the end of this. Look, let me let me make sure that I put this out there. <clears throat> when I looked at last night's CFP rankings, I kind of laughed a little bit. The first thing I laughed at was that people were losing their mind about it. And in reality, it doesn't matter. But then I started thinking about it today. I don't know who's on the CFP committee, okay? But I will bet every ounce of my being that Clemson does not finish third in the in the uh, east of the Big Ten. Because that's what they're telling you, is that they think that Clemson would finish third in, in the Big Ten east. That's what they're telling you. You've lost all credibility with me, you silly, silly people from the CFP committee. Um, for uh, selection committee. It makes no sense. If you're driving around in your car right now and you think that, <laughs> I'm laughing at you. I'll tell you why. We've changed presidents since the last time the Big Ten won a game in the CFP. And that's a fact. It's 2014. So for people to sit here and run around and talk about, especially last night, well, I think that Penn State should be right where they are. Now, and they put all that up there, but the first thing they want to say is that Clemson plays in the ACC. Well, what about the Big Ten? You know, the Big Ten that once it turns to December, they turn into a pile of crap. Once it comes to the college football playoff, they haven't done anything since 2014. Yeah, that Big Ten? Yeah. What have they done? What has the Big Ten done that makes you think that they deserve two teams in the college football playoff as of right now if the season ended today? And oh, by the way, not, not to throw shade at—I'm going to go ahead and throw shade at Alabama. Because guess what? According to Sagarin, your schedule's basically the same as Clemson, but you're in at number three. You're in at number three because you're an Alabama blue blood. It has nothing to do with scheduling metrics or whatever. Because your scheduling metrics are essentially the same as of right now. If they're going for the best teams that are at there right now, Alabama has played a schedule that's comparable to Clemson. Simple as that. We've also gotten to a point now where you can have a close win, like Clemson had over North Carolina, and that can look bad, but a bad loss, like Georgia had to South Carolina, which, sorry Gamecock fans, but you may win five games this season. That's not from me, that's from ESPN's FPI. So you're telling me that Georgia can be in at number six, but... You're going to say that Clemson's at number five, even though they've won all their games. But Georgia lost to a team that may end up as a five-win team on the season. So there's holes in the CFP. There really, really are. But what the CFP has done is that they put themselves in a position where if Clemson's at number four, they know that the top four that they have in front of them have to play each other. So if Clemson holds serve... They are going to be just fine. But to sit here and think that Clemson would finish third in, in the Big Ten East, 
is is just stupid. It's just stupid. You wonder if they've watched any football at all. We'll take calls on that at 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. I, I just don't think that... It's hard for me to take the selection committee seriously right now. It really is. Because you've got all of this stuff where... You know, do you really think that at a neutral site, Clemson would lose to any of those teams ahead of them? I mean, we're talking a lot about if we use the logic of, well, the conference schedule. Okay. As of right now, who has Ohio State played? Nobody that's going to shake the trees down, I tell you that. Out to the phones we go. 803-978-1832. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Rundown. Rob, I tell you one thing, buddy. What they do is wrong. If that if Alabama was in Clemson's situation, they would stay number one right now. The, the media, they don't like Clemson. You know, the writers, they don't like Clemson. So all you got to do is keep winning on the football field, man. It's just a travesty that Clemson, number one, hand lost the game with 24 games. Yeah, winning, by, winning by an average of 32 points, by the way. Exactly. You can't control your schedule. Now, everybody's talking trash about they didn't play. When we played Texas A&M, they were ranked during the season. Bank. So come on, man. Let's get over it. You know, it's sad. Like I said, if that was Alabama, Rob, they'd still be number one. Good show, Rob. Hey, man, I appreciate it. I'll tell you what, the big thing with this, though, that I see is that Clemson has more Power 5 wins than I think pretty much any team in the country at eight. Everybody else schedules teams like Western Carolina and stuff like that. Yeah, that that happens. But you notice last night, during the ESPN's, uh, where, where, by the way, this is just a ratings grab, by the way. They just want you to watch so that they can manufacture drama. That's basically what they're giving you here. Oh, wow. Look at this. Look at that. They're manufacturing drama. Okay. And here's the interesting part, though. When they asked the, the, uh, the commissioner from the CFP, or the guy that's the head of the CFP, they, they asked him about Penn State and Clemson. And, of course, he, you know, well, he gave you the most politically correct answer that you could possibly give. That's what he gave you. But nobody on that, commi- nobody on that panel last night, including, uh, who was it, Reese Davis, Kirk Herbstreet, I don't remember who all was on the panel, okay? They're all talking heads. But not one of them had a satchel that would ask them, why is Alabama in over Clemson? Can you please explain that to us? We'd like to know that. Considering the fact that Alabama's out-of-conference schedule is an absolute joke, and no one's going to uh, actually question Alabama, but why shouldn't we? And why shouldn't you, Mr. CFP overseer, that's what I'm calling him now, the CFP overseer. Who Did you even look at Alabama, or were you just thinking, oh, they're Alabama, and we should just put them in there, because if not, if we go into, I don't know, somewhere in Alabama, we might get hit in the back of the head with a rake. That's almost how bad it is. Justin says it's the UNC game. Yes, I agree with you. Clemson didn't look good in that UNC game. But have they looked bad since? 
Have they looked bad getting more wins over Power 5 teams than I think any anybody else is undefeated? I don't know. I, I say no. I think it's good enough that they should be in the top four, but in reality, it doesn't matter. Now, then we've got people that are hitting me up on social media that are like, well, you see, Alabama and LSU have to play each other, so they have to eliminate themselves. Look, they can't help what conference they're in. If you don't like the conference, leave the conference. If you don't like the fact that, and Alabama really doesn't need to say anything because they only have, what, three games a year in theory? Because the rest of them are just crap. Who doesn't want to play Ole Miss and Mississippi State and Arkansas right now? I'd take App State probably over the three of them. South Carolina will have a tougher tougher matchup with App State than they would in any of those other three teams this weekend. Simple as that. Then what you've got in the rest of the West is Auburn, LSU, and Alabama. So they've got two teams there, and if they have to play Georgia, but you know what, they may not end up having to play Georgia anyway. But everybody talks about, well, Penn State is there. Look, you can make an argument for Penn State either way, but the fact that Alabama's at number three is more shocking to me than Penn State is being in the top four. We'll take your calls at 803-978-1832. As I said, 803-978-1832 is the number to call. If you want to sound off on the college football playoff, it's hard for me to take it seriously, as I said, when you're basically saying if the season is... With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today, you would pick Clemson to finish third in the Big Ten East. Yeah, I'm not feeling that. I think that's absolutely atrocious. It's silly. So we'll take your calls on that this afternoon, as I said, at 803-978-1832. We'll head out to the phones. Good afternoon. Welcome to the rundown. Hey, Rob. It's Justin. I keep commenting on Facebook Live. How are you? Oh, well, there you go, buddy. How are you, man? Appreciate you calling the show. What are your thoughts on the CFP? Well, I will say last night was a, a little bit of a shock. I mean, I really don't understand why we were five. I was expecting four, honestly. But um, the, the way I see it is uh, no matter what happens, if they win, they're in. I really don't see them putting two SEC teams in, and I really don't see two Big Ten teams in there either. LSU and Bama, the winner, that's going to open it up. Uh, I think Penn State plays OSU. Um two weeks from now, that's going to open it up even more. But what does concern me is what if Georgia wins out? I mean, if they went out and if they make I, it I think Georgia has, Georgia has the worst loss of the one-loss teams. And if I'm Oregon or Kansas State, I'm upset. And I'll tell you why. Oregon has one loss to an, uh, to an Auburn team that's 7-2 and two right now on the season and could theoretically, I think, still win the SEC West. But the reality is that's their only loss at a neutral site. And you're telling me that you're going to take a, a, a Georgia team over them that lost to what could be a South Carolina five-win team? That's insane. I'm not saying I'm going to do that, but what I'm saying is that they're right behind Clemson. They're number six. What if Georgia does somehow pull it off, which realistically I don't think that they are. 
I mean, but if they do, does that keep Clemson out of it? Are they going to put two SEC teams in if that were to happen just because it's judging, Bama or just because it's LSU? Judging by the logic I mean, of the playoff committee right now, they think that Clemson's the third best team in the Big Ten East. So obviously they're, they're going to think that Georgia's better than they are now. I mean, just, just by but, the logic of what they've done so far. If Clemson wins So you look at the beginning of the season, North Carolina beats South Carolina, South Carolina beats Georgia, Clemson beats North Carolina and South Carolina. I mean, but so why would Clemson not get in? I just don't understand why they voted Clemson number five, yeah. all because of what happened in Chapel Hill early in the season. I do think Clemson is getting blackballed right now, but I do think that they're going to get in eventually. I think they'll get in eventually, and I think it's going to ratchet up for Dabo Sweeney and the Tigers up there because I know they're not on social media, but they see this. And I know that Dabo Sweeney uses this as some sort of motivational thing. He does it in his press conferences. I'm sure he's saying it in practice when they're out there grinding and getting game plans and all that stuff in. I'm pretty sure he's using that in practice, but it's... I think Clemson is just like uh, Sweeney said yesterday. They've got to do what they have to do to make sure that uh, they can take care of their end. I just think oh, yeah. it's funny that with what the CFP said yesterday, they think that the Big Ten right now, the Big Ten that hasn't won a playoff game since 2014, is better than the entire ACC. That's what they That's said laughable. yesterday. It's, it's, it's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. Well, their argument last year was, well, the Big Ten went undefeated in the bowls. That doesn't matter. Your team did not win a national championship. So, yeah, well, I mean, I think they're just completely delusional. delusional. But, yeah, I I do think they're going to expect to see an entirely different Clemson team. I think that they're going to come out on fire the next three games. So, I really do. Yeah, I I kind of agree with you on that, man. It's it's, – Clemson has their own ship, and they can just go and do their thing. Um, you know, lots of folks are talking, uh, especially in my, my social feed, about, wow, it sucks to be NC State right now. I don't know if Dabo Sweeney's going to go and, and, and try to hang 60 on everybody. I don't think he's going to yeah. be able to do that with Wake Forest because I think Wake Forest is pretty good. But I do too. it's going to be interesting either way. I'm going to be at that game, so hopefully they uh, put some fireworks on all these guys from here on. Yeah. Thanks for taking my call, Rob. I appreciate it. All right, Justin. Have a great day, man. I appreciate it. John, our resident Big Ten apologist, on Facebook Live says the ACC is the weakest of the Power Five conferences. Doesn't matter. Clemson will be second best team of the Big Ten behind Ohio State. That's laughable. Absolutely laughable. Who has Ohio State played, sir? John's got that lower back tattoo with the Big, with the Big Ten conference label on it. I think he does. He's probably got that, and then um, on, on like his his calf, he's probably got a ca- um, you know a tattoo of John Cooper, maybe one of those, the old Buckeye nut on his uh, on his left ankle. You know, instead of a butterfly, he's got the old the old Buckeye nut there. Stop with the nonsense of the Big Ten. I'm not impressed. Obviously, I'm not on the committee. The committee's impressed. By the way, whoever gets in from the Big Ten is a bye week for South for uh, LSU, Clemson. Yeah, either one of those teams, any team from the Big Ten is a bye week. 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number if you want to join us this afternoon on the rundown. 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832. This is a sports talk show, but uh, it's comedy today with the CFP. 
basically what they're telling you as a college football fan is that you're not bright enough to think that any team except teams from the Big Ten and the SEC belong in the college football playoff. They don't want to even talk about a team like Oregon who has one loss on the season. They don't want to talk about them making the college football playoff. Shh. Those teams are on the out, out west. We don't need them dealing with us in the Big Ten and the SEC. That's what they're trying to tell you there as well. Oh, and let's not forget Oklahoma that lost to a ranked Kansas State team on the road. Yeah, but they don't want you talking about that either. They, they don't want you to hear about that either. So let's, let's not mention those teams at all. They, they, they definitely don't want to bring that up. They want it to be just a congregation of Big Ten and SEC apologists all wrapped up together. That's the vibe that they give you from the rankings they had last night. The sad thing is, is that Clemson is going to kick them right in those rankings because the four teams above them are going to win out, are going to play each other, and it's going to monkey everything up. That's basically what's going to happen. Marquise chiming in online, my buddy from the old Gray Rugby Club here in Columbia. He says, I'm telling you, they dropped five spots with no losses. Uh, yeah, I, I, I understand that. He's talking about Clemson, of course. He also says the SEC losses that will will and have happened hold more win than Clemson wins. Yeah, but the reality of the situation is simple. Clemson has two wins over SEC teams. But the SEC doesn't want to talk about those wins because they're not against, what, the three teams that are dominant in the SEC? Clemson can help that Texas A&M is not exactly what they thought they were going to be. And they can help that they have to play South Carolina every year. But that is two SEC opponents. So there's that. By the way, I thought about the... um, the top 10 here. And when I think more and more about it, I've kind of figured out how I think each team is going to finish. And we'll do some of these now. It's kind of interesting. It's really hard for me to take the committee seriously, but if this is their top 10 as of right now, I I think at number one, you've got Ohio State. I think Ohio State is they haven't really played anybody yet. They play one top 10 team. That's number four, Penn State. It is in Columbus. I'm not sure Penn State is as great as everybody thinks they are. It's going to blow Ohio State up. They're going to think they're the most awesome team ever. But once December turns to January or late December, after we get past Christmas, remember, no Big Ten team since 2014 has won a college football playoff game. Until they do, they don't hold much weight with me. But I do think Ohio State will finish either 12-1 and or 13-0. and LSU, I think, is going to go 13-0. and I think they're going to beat Alabama. And you know what? I think Alabama's going to lose to Auburn in the Iron Bowl. Gus Malzahn is going to save his job. That offense, they'll figure out something to run up and down the field on Alabama, which, let's be honest, a lot of teams have. A lot of teams have. So I've got all I've got Alabama with two losses. LSU will be perfect, I do believe. Uh, I think Penn State will get a loss to Alabama. That game will be at excuse me, Penn State will get a loss to Ohio State. Although it would be kind of funny 
just if you like comedy, for Penn State to beat Ohio State after they lose to Minnesota this weekend. That would be amusing, too. P.J. Fleck is going to have those boys ready with Minnesota. I don't know if they can win or not, but it'll be fun to watch. I'm at the point with the Big Ten where I'm tired of their fans yelling at me on Twitter and on Facebook and everything else about all haul this and all haul that. Yeah, you're you're not that good. Let's let's just remember that. You are not that good. Uh, I think Clemson will finish out 13 and 0. I don't think there's a team left on the schedule that will challenge them, with the exception of Wake Forest. Wake Forest will be probably 11 and 2 on the season, something like that. 10 and 2. There you go. Georgia at number six is laughable. Absolutely laughable. You're kind of what you're basically saying is that Oregon, which lost to Auburn, which is considered one of the top teams in the SEC, that loss isn't as good as um, the South Carolina loss. They'll move into the rankings, but as of now, they are not ranked. So. That's kind of interesting in its own right. Uh, Minnesota being where they are, I think Minnesota, if you look at their, they have no wins over top 30 teams. Their schedule does beef up here for the rest of the season. It's interesting with Baylor. Baylor doesn't have a loss in the season, but has three wins over top 30 teams, according to the Sagarin ratings, and yet they were left out of the top 10. That basically says that they don't value the Big 12 at all. They don't. I'll take Oklahoma right now over Georgia and Alabama today. I think they'll beat both SEC teams, and I think they would probably beat Penn State too. Ohio State would be a close game with Oklahoma. With Baylor, I'm not quite sure about it. If I said Baylor, I was wrong on that. But I think Oklahoma is the class of the Big 12. I'll take Jalen Hurts and those boys. I think they'll run the score up on Alabama. That Alabama defense is a loose ship. All right, we'll take your calls on the college football playoff this afternoon at 803-978-1832. I've also got some comments from Coach Dave Doran as we look ahead to uh, North Carolina State. Justin asked me, who's the national championship in the, in the, in the end? I, I think it's going to come down to Clemson and LSU. I'll have those two in my Final Four. That was his question earlier about who I thought should be in the Final Four. Uh, the other two, I, I would go with Oregon and Oklahoma. That's where I would go. If you if you make me put a Big Ten team in, uh, the, the winner of the Ohio State-Penn State game. But as I said, that'll be a bye week for the other three teams. 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call if you want to get involved with the rundown this afternoon. Join us as we laugh at the college football playoff. It's kind of silly. 803-978-1832. Join us here on The Rundown on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Strap in. It's time for the list. The list this afternoon here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Five biggest snubs in the college football playoff as far as teams that I think are ranked maybe just a little bit low. Maybe. You know, it's the all-snub edition today here on The Rundown. As a a Clemson fan, you should be celebrating that you would finish third in the Big Ten East. Let's all clap for that. I'm sure we're all happy about that. We're, you know, you can finish third in the Big Ten East according to the college football playoff. Yeah. Let's take a moment. Yeah. Congrats on that. Anyway, these are the biggest, what I consider... Uh, some somewhat snubs in the original college football playoff rankings. I'm not saying that uh, they won't write themselves because eventually, I think that they they kind of end up doing a good job with that. But as of right now, I think these are the biggest snubs as we uh, look at week one. Number five. Number five for me is Texas A&M. Why? Texas A&M should be. I think ranked in the top 25. The losses on the season are to Clemson, which is right now ranked fifth, to number one, Alabama. And that's it. Excuse me, they are six and three. So they have another loss on the schedule as I'm looking through the rest of their stuff here. But they do have three losses on the schedule, but two of them are to teams that are in the top five. The other is to Auburn, a team that's in the top 20. Uh, I don't know what else you need them to do. You put Alabama at number three, and they've played absolutely nobody. At least Texas A&M had the satchel to go out and play on the road at a team that's ranked in the top five as of right now. So Texas A&M at number five. Number four. Number four on the list for me is Kansas State. Kansas State has a win over Oklahoma. I don't think they're taking the, the Jayhaw or the Wildcats very seriously. And I think that... They're going to be a team that moves up as we move along. Number three. Uh, Baylor at number 12. Okay, they don't have a loss on the season. Three wins over top 30 teams. They should be ranked higher than they are right now. Number two. Number two on the list this afternoon here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Uh, Minnesota at 17. Look, if you're going to put the Big Ten over as the most powerful conference in the world that Clemson would finish third in the Big Ten East, then, yeah, maybe you should rank Minnesota a little bit higher than number 17. And number one. Number one for me is Oklahoma. Why is Oklahoma ranked ninth? I I don't get it. They've got one loss on the road at a Kansas State team that is a top 20 team. Why are they ranked behind Georgia? That makes no sense. SEC apologist and Big Ten apologist, that's what we're dealing with now. The interesting thing, though, is, is that the College Football Playoff Committee has basically sent the message to Clemson and all these other teams. If you want to make the playoff and you're, you're not in the Big Ten or the, Pac- or, or the SEC, you need to win out or have one loss and it be to a top 10 team. That's kind of the vibe that they're given. Because I don't think that they're very with what's going on in the Pac-12 or the ACC. Just my opinion on that. 
All right, you're welcome to give us a call at 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832. As we run down the rest of the college football playoff, I do have some quotes here from uh, Dave Doran from NC State. This is, uh, you know, there's so much talk about the college football playoff that people are forgetting, well, Clemson and, yeah, men, excuse me, and uh, Penn State both have to play big games this weekend. Dave Doran had some comments about Clemson at his uh, press conference earlier this week. And he is impressed with the Clemson team that's coming into Raleigh. Yeah, they're really good. I mean, they're experienced. Um, they've got great players. They're well coached. they got staff continuity, all those things. And their kids know how to win, you know. But I also know that anything can happen on a Saturday. You know, that's why you put the ball down and play. And so, you know, we got nothing to lose in this football game. Just go play as hard as we can. Uh, be better than we were a week before, finish plays better than we did the week before. Anything can happen, you know, and, and that's got to be our mindset. Each week, just try to find a way to be better. What about them impresses you most? Uh, I don't know if I can give you an answer. I mean, they're good. They're number one in everything in the conference almost, you know. So, they're good. NC State coach Dave Doran, as uh, they will be playing – Clemson this weekend. If you look at the matchup, Clemson has won seven straight in the series. They've won uh, 58 of their 58, 28, and one against NC State. The longest win streak for NC State was six games in the 70s. The longest win streak for Clemson is uh, stuck at seven. They had one now and then a streak from 2004 to 2010. The interesting thing as far as the series goes is that since 2004 Clemson is 14 and 1 against NC State that last loss coming in Raleigh on in 2011 where they lost 37 to 13 if you remember that game that game was just like a, a buzzsaw that Clemson ran into but NC State has some problems on defense this weekend, and I think they're dealing with a lot of injuries as well. But if you step back from it and look, just overall, the overall dominance for Clemson in the series, my goodness, just amazing. Uh, last year, Clemson won 41-7 to at home. They won by 7 the year before in Raleigh, 7 the year before in Clemson, by 15 the year before that. Won by 41 at Clemson. They've dominated the series at home, by the way. Going on the road in Raleigh, though, is, is tough. It always seems like NC State has a, wins a game that they have no business winning every year. Clemson's hoping that it's not going to be them at this year. But you can't, as Coach Doran said there, you can't go in thinking, oh, well, we'll just roll through. You can't do that. You can have the absolute best season ever and have it destroyed in a matter of seconds. 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832. You know, lots of talk about the CFP earlier. In the end, we can look at it and, and make observations. But in reality, it really doesn't matter. The only one that matters is the one that comes out basically a month from now. We'll see where everybody's at then. But Clemson fifth in the first CFP rankings. We'll take calls on that at 
803-978-1832 is the number to call. If you'd like to join us on the rundown this afternoon, my name is Rob Sanders. I'm on Twitter at Rob Sounds Good. We'll talk to you for more in just a moment on the rundown on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Be sure to stay tuned in for Clemson Sports Talk today. I'm hearing from uh, Kate Crenshaw. They're going to talk about field hockey today. Yeah, that's going to be an outstanding show. I don't know if Clemson has a field hockey team or not, but that's what they're talking about on Clemson Sports Talk today, according to, uh, what does Lawton call you, the intern extraordinaire? Yeah, that's that's what uh, what uh, Cade is, says that they're going to talk about. I don't know if that's true or not. You know, we may get to some college football playoff talk, too. We'll see. Well, you're leading with you're leading with uh, with with what club hockey field yeah. hockey club hockey yeah is it cl- like club hockey like ice hockey yeah right I thought you said field hockey no 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 club hockey oh club, club hockey. hockey we may start with that but I have a good feeling that we're gonna dive a little bit into the Wait, can uh, you, the can rankings you, can that you were ice skate I don't see you ice skating never tried never I, tried I don't ice know. skating we don't have many ice rinks in good old Wahala so. Never tried ice what, what, what is good in Walhalla? Good old Walhalla is a bunch of mountains, a lot of rivers. Um, good, but you still haven't said what's good. I said what's good in Walhalla, not what's in Walhalla. Oh. I can look I can look at that from a map. I tell you, there's tons Tell of us what's good in Walhalla. Good food, uh, good <laughs> events, and pretty women. Okay. Well, there you go. Maybe you can find one of them. Get find you a good date there. We're going to have the dating show with Cade Crenshaw, by the way. That may be coming up here on the rundown eventually. Uh, anyway, as I said, club hockey for Clemson Sports Talk today. I, that's what Kate says they're doing. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, final segment of the show today, we'll take your calls on the college football playoff. Congratulations, Clemson fans. The CFP thinks she would finish third in the Big Ten East. That's what they think of Clemson as of today. I mean, uh, that's not me, but they think if you played in the Big Ten East, you'd finish third. Yep. Simple as that, I guess. I don't know. A uh, quick look at the App State South Carolina game. You've got um, App State coming in. App State on the season, they played pretty well. I mean, they they really have. They've got the the. I guess the marquee win would be at North Carolina, winning thirty four to thirty one. Uh, the rest of their schedule, though, is kind of laughable. When you really stop and look at it, East Tennessee State, Charlotte, uh, no disrespect to Coastal, but uh, beating Coastal at home, winning on the road at Louisiana, home game against Monroe. They're blowing teams out. You can give them that. They've had a couple of close games, of course, winning on the road at North Carolina by three, going on the road at Louisiana and winning by 10, and then the loss they have to Georgia Southern at home is like a head-scratcher. It's like, huh, how did that happen? But if you look at the rest of NC State's schedule, or excuse me, Appalachian State's schedule, they got Georgia State. The FPI has them at a 73% chance to win that game. Texas State at 94%. And Troy at 77%. So my buddy, the comrade Mike Dabreski, noted SEC and Gamecock apologist, he tweeted out something a couple of days ago saying, um, App State Super Bowl is South Carolina. And you know what? I agree with him. Completely agree with him. I mean, if they go 10-2, and two, where, where are they going to go? To like the, the Quick Lane Bowl? I don't even know. I have no clue. I have to look at where 
where the bowl possibilities are for App State because it's kind of a mess. But I do think South Carolina is their Super Bowl. They come in at what eight and one, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven and one, something like that, with wins over everybody but Georgia Southern. South Carolina is a five-point favorite in that game. You know, when you look at it from a lot of different perspectives, it's still South Carolina's S, uh, has an SEC offensive line, even if they're average guys across the line. That and I don't think that App State has any an athlete like a Tavian Feaster or a Brian Edwards. I think South Carolina can pretty much line up and run the ball and have a game like the Kentucky game, or even the Vanderbilt game last week, where they decide, you know what, we're going to run the ball, keep rotating our running backs in and out, Feaster, Dowdle, Fenwick, um, you know, all those guys. Have them running around doing their thing. And South Carolina should be able to pick up a win here, you would think. But then again, I think everybody thought that North Carolina would be able to get the win over them at home in September. It's kind of an interesting game to have this late in the season. I don't like late season games where you don't you're playing out of conference unless it's a power five conference game. There's a week, it's like the week of the 23rd when both South Carolina and Clemson are off. I will not watch college football that weekend. All of the SEC teams are playing like Western Carolina and and not to be disrespectful, but a lot of teams that have, they're, they're going across the country to get money. That's basically what they're doing. If you look at the SEC schedule for that week, it is... An absolute, absolutely insane. It's like the weekend before Thanksgiving. I'm going to one of my best friend's weddings that weekend anyway. But if you look at, I want to make sure I give you the right games because they are silly. I think it's week 14. I'm trying to bring it up now. Yeah, Friday, not, not, not the 29th. It's the Friday before that. Let's see here. We'll go to week 14. Uh, anyway, to look, scroll through some of those games, it's like the SEC has decided, you know what? Well, we're just going to have a bye week. Yeah, you'll have Penn State and Ohio State. That, that'll be there. But let's look at the rest of the SEC. I'll just follow the Penn State-Ohio State game on Twitter. As you look at the rest of the SEC, though, you got Western Carolina playing Alabama, Samford playing Auburn, UT Martin playing Kentucky, East Tennessee State and Vanderbilt, and Abilene Christian will play Mississippi State. Russ says Georgia and Texas A&M. Yeah, okay. If you want to if you want to plan your weekend around that. My buddy's getting married in the mountains. I'll just go up there and look at leaves. I'd be more interested in that. I don't think the ACC is any better that weekend, too. If you look at the ACC schedule that weekend, then you know the ACC has a, doesn't have a lot of good weekends left. Mercer and North Carolina, Liberty and Virginia, Miami and Florida International. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking at the schedule. And I'm like, wow. The week of the 23rd, other than the uh, the Big Ten game, which I'm not gonna watch anyway. 
the weekend of November 21st is, wow. My, my buddy's doing the right thing getting married this weekend because nobody's going to be chucking scores. I assure you of that. NC State and Georgia Tech on the 21st. There you go. And let's, let's all get saddled up for Duke and Wake Forest. <laughs> Syracuse and Louisville. Yeah, those are matchups that I'm going to write home about. Anyway. All right. As I said earlier, Lawton Swan of Clemson Sports Talk is next. Uh, he will be joined by Cade Crenshaw. Cade has mentioned that they're going to talk about club hockey today. I don't know if that's going to happen or not because, I mean, let's be honest, it's not Cade's show, it's Lawton's show. But they might talk about club hockey. Heck, I don't know. We'll see. You can get uh, in tune with that with Clemson Sports Talk. I assume they're going to talk about the college football playoff. That should be interesting. Uh, Swanee may come in here and talk about none of it matters, and he's right. But the gall of the selection committee to say that, yeah, we think Clemson would finish third in the Big Ten East. Yeah, that's pretty silly. Pretty silly. Tomorrow we'll have more for you here on the rundown as we get geared up for the weekend. We'll have some picks tomorrow for the Thursday night games, all kinds of stuff. Settled up for you tomorrow here on the rundown on Fox Sports Radio 1400. By the way, last night on Twitter I was retweeting uh, people that were losing their minds. Yeah, that's kind of fun. It'll be fun to watch the Ohio State fans lose their mind once they drop a game, too. That'll be interesting. Anyway, follow me on Twitter. I'm at Rob Sounds Good. I'll be back at this tomorrow on The Rundown on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.